studio with us today. We have Sean Bazzori uh, with us today, and uh, we have talked about the uh, Jubilee neighborhood uh, in the Dallas area there. They have had an imminent domain issue there, and for those of you who have homes and properties in your given neighborhoods, uh, sometimes you can live in these neighborhoods a long time, but if a city or if a school district decides to, they want to kind of reconfigure things, And uh, but, but do homeowners have a right to say anything? And this has been an ongoing battle uh, involving DISD and uh, the city, and uh, once again, Sean, good to have you here. How are you today? I'm doing fine, and thank you for having me. All right. Uh, well, just a little background about that uh, community that you all have lived in for quite some time. And, of course, the city of Dallas and uh, the DISD have been uh, wanting to change uh, your neighborhood. But, of course, I understand neighborhood folks have been kind of trying to stand up, but you've been running into all these eminent domain concerns. Well, basically what happened is that our name, our change to Jubilee Park because the St. Michael's School, I mean, St. Michael's Church, came over and adopted us. So what, in essence, they became our voice. Mm -hmm. um, and they developed the Jubilee strategy, in which at this point they say they've abandoned it. Basically, it, it, it was supposed to grow our particular area, enhance it. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have to remember that we're not on the board there. We can be on some of the committees, but we're not a part of the board. Mm -hmm. Jubilee continues to support the rebuild of O.M. Roberts. Oh, and by the way, there is a possibility that they will be changing the name of the school. This is only a possibility wow. because they want to separate themselves from the controversy. But yet at the same time, this school has been closed. It was one of the schools that was closed. Mm -hmm. So teachers will be laid off, you know, mm -hmm. at the end of the school mm -hmm. year because the, the school is officially closed. Okay. The grant money that was allocated, or the bond money um, that was allocated to rebuild this school is, at this point, we've heard that the bond money uh, is there mm -hmm. so that the school will be built. Our concern is, is this the intrusion into the neighborhood. On tomorrow, we will be going before the uh, CPG in, in, in a replat. Now, for those of you who aren't understanding mm -hmm. of a replat, mm -hmm. when you see those placards that are out there that says that something is about to be rezoned, yes. that's what's happening in our community. They uh, will are looking at changing that area from the, this particular area, plot of land or tracts of land from residential mm -hmm. to be able to get this. They want to build a garden in between two homeowners and a parking lot. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who historical don't understand, in African-American communities, right up the street, less than a mile from where we are, which yes. is the Fair Park, mm -hmm. where my aunt home once stood, where is now a parking lot. Mm -hmm. When my family first moved here to Dallas, we lived there. So we're a parking lot at this point wow. right there. When Jubilee entered into our neighborhood, mm -hmm. The home that we lived in after our home burned uh, is now a parking lot. Wow. That parking lot is less than mm, four blocks mm -hmm. from where we are now. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of concrete that's in our neighborhood. There's a lot of rezoning that has taken place already. There is a lot of people who have to exit the neighborhood that have happened. But the whole point of this progress, they call it, is to enhance the neighborhood. Hmm. 
But some of the residents there, like yourself and your family, who's been living there a long time, uh, are they showing you any kind of consideration for your concern about the changing of the neighborhood? You know what? The African Americans are very, very supportive. They already know that the underlying factor is our neighborhood is one of the neighborhoods that is adjacent to I-30, <laughs> in which the I-30 expansion, there are plans out there if you go and look. There is also the Fair Park uh, that, in fact, one day, Gurley, our street, will open up to the Fair Park. Also, a, a block down, there's a street called Carwell that will open up to I-30 <laughs> as an exit. <laughs> so they, the African Americans are very aware. But what has happened is that since Jubilee has come and become the voice of us, we, there's a lot of paralyzation that has happened. Mm -hmm. A lot of people feel like, well, they're going to do what they want to do. That may be so. They may do what they want sure, to do, sure. but not without a fight. Well, when, and you all have been standing up. And, and like I said, the reason why we talk about this is because what's happening in your neighborhood, if a city or if a school district decides in any given neighborhood of the people that are listening to us right now, the same thing could possibly happen in their neighborhood. It's going on. It's DISD is, is, is if, you, if you watch City Council, mm -hmm. there's a lot of the same thing that are happening in our neighborhood that is happening, and it's like spread out. DISD walks in, DISD gets what DISD wants, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. So what has to, in my opinion, what has to happen is that there has to become some accountability. The mayor introduced Grow South Down. Yes, we've been seeing that quite a bit on TV. Yeah. Homes being torn down and supposedly resodding and rebuilding, hopefully. Oh, <laughs> well, we, well we, we're praying that. We had an opportunity to sit with the uh, mayor, and some of our concerns were, is first, A, O.M. Roberts is in an urban area, but the design, which is a, a, a C or U-shaped design, mm -hmm. is a design of an urban, I mean, a, uh, of a suburban mm. type design. Uh, and what that means is that they're building as if they're in some vacant lot mm -hmm. or some vacant land and they have acres and acres of land. We're only asking them to continue to keep the footprint, which is stay where the school is and build, rebuild the school right where the school was. Mm -hmm. Their argument to us was, hey, we can't do that. We need more land. Well, we spoke with two experts, Peter Brown and Brent Brown. They said that they will help DISD to ensure that they rebuild in that same area, achieve the same things that they want to achieve mm -hmm. within the space that they have. They reached out to them. DISD comes back and makes the argument. They say Pat Berry, who owns the florist next door, right. if he get out of the way, then the school could be built. Well, let's go back to that argument. Pat has one of the most unique where, uh, facilities mm -hmm. in the city that has about 3,000 clients, one of which is the Dallas Cowboys. I know everyone loves the Cowboys, right? <laughs> Isn't he a, well, a floral business and he has That's a lot right. of employees there as well? Yes, he has employees that are in our community that they walk to work. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're saying that he's the problem. Pat would have sold if they would have given him what the business was worth. In fact, they offered him such small amounts that he would have had to not only relinquish his business, but walk away with a lot of debt and declare a bankruptcy, also leaving 3,000 customers out of the loop and the employees that work there. Now, part of the strategy is to grow 
to the Jubilee Park. Mm -hmm. If we lose a substantial business, then what? Right. They also stated that they were going to help him relocate this business, which is later not true. They also state that where is he, Pat? Pat will send in to help the neighborhood. He mm -hmm. sends in his vote, mm -hmm. or, and he is in opposition. What that does is that that gives us, the community, the residents that live there, leverage because the business person votes, in our case, counts 21%. Wow. With that leverage, we're able to continue to dialogue, to continue to mm -hmm. talk. Why isn't Pat present? Pat's not present because in his arrangement with DISD in order to stay, which was an illegal arrangement, Pat had to forego the right to be as public as we are. My goodness. So this is another, uh, this eminent domain fight. And, and the homeowners, I mean, some people say, well, why didn't y'all just let them buy you out? They wouldn't, they wouldn't offer you money that you could go back out and buy another home, huh? Exactly. Not only that, there, you have to understand, there were no for sale signs out. In fact, the sign reads, not for sale by owner. Mm -hmm. That's been our stand. This is our home. Not only is this our home, we are alumni of O.M. Roberts. We, not desegregated, we integrated yes, O.M. Roberts. Wow. And right. with that said, why would we want to leave the, where we have called home yes. for a parking lot or a geothermal field? My, my, my. Well, once again, we're talking here with uh, Sean Vasori, and she's speaking on behalf of some homeowners who's been dealing with the city of Dallas and DISD, one of these eminent domain issues. And like I said, now, this is not one of the most uh, uh, sexy issues. It's, it's a technical issue. But your neighborhood uh, could be impacted if a city or if a municipality or an entity comes in and say, hey, we want your neighborhood to build this or build that. As homeowners, would you be able to fight? Would you be forced to sell? Uh, would you get fair market? Or could you find yourselves in the same place that these homeowners are here the uh, South Dallas Fair Park area. Pausing quickly, we'll have more right after this. And welcome back to Community Conversation right here on Heaven 97 KHVN. And the big concern is can you fight City Hall? Can you fight uh, the DISD? Or can you fight any given municipality now that the U.S. Supreme Court has upheld eminent domain? And right now we're talking here with uh, Sean Basori. And Sean is uh, representing uh, a neighborhood. It's called uh, Jubilee Park now, but uh, that wasn't the initial name of it. But uh, there has been an ongoing uh, controversy over eminent domain, the city of Dallas, uh, the DISD coming into their neighborhoods, changing things, and you all are getting ready now to get ready to go before one of the uh, zoning commissions. Um, what are you hoping for when you go before uh, this committee that deals with zoning? First of all, we're hoping that they listen. Yes. Because if you listen, you will understand that this is now called an intrusion. You are intruding into a community. Mm -hmm. That if you change the, the zoning at this point, mm -hmm. what happens is historically that land is no good. It is no value. Now, people will say that it is of value, mm -hmm. but once you place a parking lot and a ge and geothermal fields, mm. you have, you, it, it has no reason. Well, first of all, it has no tax base anymore. There's no money to be generated because there are no people there to pay taxes. Yes. Then what we're hoping to achieve with them is we, we looked at their plans for this new school. There are so many safety violations when it comes to even the traffic. If you saw these plans mm -hmm. these streets are going to going to the, how they're going to bring the traffic out and how it's going to flow into the neighborhood onto a very busy street which is Barry, uh where we showed the mayor where an accident had occurred the weekend before we went to see the mayor mm -hmm. 
Uh, and but you're going to place these kids in such 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 tremendous uh, danger. In fact, as I was speaking with one of the uh, the, the the guys that is at the Dallas Independent School District, mm-hmm. Levine, and told him my daughter was there, and I got very upset. I have an eight year old, and my daughter will never be placed in such in such a position where she can be killed. These children can be killed based upon how they're going. The traffic is going to flow off. And, uh, and into the, these major uh, streets. Mm-hmm. Also, we would hope that they would look at, they're saying that they need 119 parking spaces. Well, by code, code is saying, no, you only need 58 and a half parking spaces mm-hmm. for the size of the building and for the amount of staff that you have. So we're hoping that they look at that. First of all, you're going to lose revenue, something that you say you want, mm-hmm. tax base. It's gone yeah. forever. You're going to devalue a particular land, which is, it, you know, if that doesn't concern anyone but years to come, that land will be worth nothing, not a thing. And the homeowners that are presently there, <laughs> there will be an effect, of, you know, for on them. Because right down the street from them, you could, or where our homes are, you could probably, we could probably get nothing. <laughs> And so what will that do for the value of their home? Right. Now, let, let's uh, real quickly about T. Boone Pickens, this, uh, this natural gas. I mean, what, what is the situation there? Are you all going to be gonna be producing natural gas here? You, what's the deal? You Dallas pro- Independent School District says that they have going to place geothermal under the ground, which is, will help them significantly cut the cost of heating and cooling at the particular school. Being that I'm not a geothermal yes. expert, all I can tell you is that when they say go green, be careful. What does go green mean? And what does go green mean in your neighborhood? What we want to happen is that, mm-hmm. is that we would like for a case study to be done on us. Some professor somewhere picks up, SMU's professors and all of them, mm-hmm. they know. Some of them, they've already, and they're very aware of what's going on in our neighborhood. We're asking them, pick us up as a case study. Yes. And- are you fearful, Sean, that when we saw what happened in West Dallas with the uh, lead smelters over the centuries just polluting the air and uh, youngsters having all kinds of lead in their bodies, uh, the geothermal, the natural gas, do you have any fears that it could cause health problems in your community, or is that why you want the study? What we want the study done for is if that is indeed an issue that needs to be looked at, Mm -hmm. sure, look at it. But we want it to be done because of the future impact that any of these factors or probabilities have on a community. We also want to make history because we know that the Castle Coalition is going to look at this. They have a book that probably will come out in about two years. Yes, indeed. Dallas, Texas has been the only one that has made that, that book because of the eminent domain situation. Wow. Well, Sean, I tell you, we, we just want to appreciate you and that community for standing up uh, to the city of Dallas and the DISD. And once again, you're going before the Zoning uh, Commission. That's, is that tomorrow? That's tomorrow hey, at 1.30. Now, if, if no one ever hears anything, if you don't understand anything I'm saying, oh, come out tomorrow at yes, 1.30 and show your support in understanding what this means and how this can affect mm-hmm. you. Anyone that's out there that's having an issue with DISD, come out. I challenge everyone today, call the mayor. Call your city councilman or city councilwoman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to them about this issue. 
because it, if it doesn't affect you today, yes. it will impact you tomorrow. My, my, my. Well, once again, Sean, we thank you and uh, those historical homeowners for standing up. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, when the city of Dallas is called or the school board is called about these issues, uh, very interesting answers that we get. But once again, we thank you for standing up on behalf of your neighborhood. And also, we'd like to thank uh, 